I feel really compelled to be transparent with y'all about some things that transpired this year that I haven't talked about publicly because I feel like I've been holding on to some deep pain that not many people know about and this pain is really what put me over the edge this year in terms of feeling as burnt out and depleted as I have. You're listening to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to share their journey of self-actualization, overcoming fear, and paving the way for a soul's purpose to shine through. Let's start that right here, right now. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. I am so happy to be here with you. I'm just going to say, y'all, I gave you the caveat that I was coming back, but that if I felt like taking a break, I would. And so that's why I have not posted anything for like two weeks, but I am here. I am back. I am finding myself in this moment in the middle of a jungle in Central America. I've been here for a few days and I will be here for the next month as I basically retreat, recover, and process life. (laughs) I just felt so, so, so compelled to do this. And Frank and I were just like, let's just go. So here we are. I'm taking a break from social. I'm taking a break from media for a while. And I literally have about 10 books. I brought every piece of entertainment and artistic stuff that I could indulge in while I'm here crayons, watercolors, books, pens, everything. I'm just going to go into all of that. And I'm really, really excited for this period of my life. I think it's way overdue and I'm hoping that I can attune my energy to where I really want it to be so that when I get back to Atlanta, when I get back to the States, I can be in a more grounded place. And so I kind of want to just dedicate this episode to just bringing you along for the thought process that I have entering this period of time and hopefully if you are finding yourself in need of a reset or a retreat, you can hopefully be inspired by some of the things that I will be using as my models and my guides to come back home to myself during this period of time and with that said before I do all of that I feel really compelled to be transparent with y'all about some things that transpired this year that I haven't talked about publicly because I feel like I've been holding on to some deep pain that not many people know about and this pain is really what put me over the edge this year in terms of feeling as burnt out and depleted as I have and for a while I thought I wasn't going to talk about it publicly and I kind of even alluded to that in the first episode of this season of being like oh you know some crazy things have happened I might just put it in a book but I feel like I just need to get it off of my chest because I really feel a need to be honest about what's on my plate and it also doesn't feel like 
a secret I need to hold. Like, I don't need to protect anybody. I just want to be honest about why I have changed because I am sensing that a lot of people in my personal life have been sensing a change within me and also within my work as a facilitator and I guess somebody who does deal with more public facing interactions I have definitely shifted and I want to talk about why that has happened before I get into all the ways that I'm taking care of myself and the ways that I'm recovering because I just need y'all to have a full picture so here it goes again this is like not rehearsed I just have been feeling this on my heart over the past few weeks and I decided literally right before I pressed record that I was going to talk about it today. So basically, this year I have been experiencing a lot. Like I literally started the year by losing my grandfather and having a lot of personal things happen in my family subsequently and navigating all of that while also being full-time freelance and full-time entrepreneur and having a lot of things that I've been trying to balance and also moving to different cities and there's just been a lot a lot a lot a lot and along the way as I was building goddess council I started to feel like the way that I was going about things was not fully in alignment with my spirit and by that I mean I really started to realize that I am not somebody who has a desire to manage a lot of moving parts in a business like being a CEO for a while I thought was something I wanted and something that I looked forward to and then once I was in that role I realized there's a lot a lot a lot to be accountable for and as somebody who is pretty creative and intuitive and impulsive in the things that I get to do when it comes to even recording the show or writing and creating things i I found myself for the first time being in a role where I couldn't move as quickly as I wanted to because there were way, way, way too many things going on at the same time that I had to manage. And aside from being a CEO, I was the main facilitator and the main holder of space and energy for a lot of different people. And one of the things that oftentimes people would ask me about GC is like how do I navigate so many people and so many personalities like how could I just talk so much and do all of that and to be honest with you as I reflect on the past like 12 months I really don't know how I did it I really really don't know how I did it because for the most part I am pretty introverted and so a lot of my work was you know, in a way that was not allowing me to be an introvert in the way I really wanted to. I was very public facing within the community and within all of the events and the things that I have been leading over the past 12 months, at this point, 18 months. And so I really did find myself at some points feeling like I was a bit too exposed. But given the past experiences that we have all collectively shared with COVID and the pandemic and isolation and everything, I felt a deep need to show up outside of myself and outside of my needs. And I really, really wore everything out on my heart and on my sleeve. And 
there wasn't this filter or this screen that I usually have with most interactions and most elements of my life. I am mostly private and I think that all kind of came down as I tried my very best to show up as an empathetic leader and as an empathetic facilitator and all of those things. And along the way, something really, uh, how do I even explain this? It's obvious I did not plan this. Something really sad happened. Something really heartbreaking happened. And that is the thing that really put me over the edge. And so at some point in this year, earlier on in the summer, around July, I had to terminate a member from Goddess Council for the first time ever. And that was really hard because I never found myself in a position where I had to remove somebody from a group because of their inability to abide by the community guidelines and the ethos of everything that we were building and everything that we had built. And I'd, I've been doing this work for years at this point. And so basically what happened is that I came to learn that there was somebody in the community that was being predatory with their behavior they were seeking people out in the community that they could manipulate and hurt and it all kind of came to a head and it all came to light at the same time and that was really hard to process that I had allowed somebody in the community that seemed to be on the same page as everybody and ultimately ended up harming people because the space that I have built and the spaces that I want to dedicate myself to building are spaces where people can be safe and where they trust me to be safe. And this person was very, very covert with how they went about things. And by the time I learned of the harm that they had caused, it was already a little too late for some people. And along that period of time, I became one of those victims too. And as I tried to process everything, as I tried to show up for everybody, as I tried to mitigate all of the harm, I wasn't able to be transparent about the harm that had happened to me as well, because it was different than the harm that had been caused to other people. And I want to be open about the harm that was caused to me, because I feel like I want to talk about it. And the other thing, too, is that I feel like I have a perspective now with regard to being a leader that leads with their heart and still found themselves in a situation that was compromising on a soul level. And it's given me a lot of perspective on why a lot of people in wellness, a lot of leaders in wellness, have specific ways of operating that allow them to be protected energetically and spiritually. And I didn't have that context going into this work because nothing bad had necessarily happened to me. I had never had a situation that caused me to take a real look at how I was navigating exchanges with people. I thought everybody was going to be on the same page as me. And I never thought in a million years that by being an open hearted wellness leader and by being completely transparent in my humanness that anybody would prey on that as I am consistently giving them a safe space and goodness and community. I never thought that I would be hurt as I gave my all to help and as I gave my all to show up 
and to be of service but it happened (laughs) it happened in a very very real way and so long story short there was an instance that happened earlier in the summer where there was two members one of them subsequently was terminated because of everything i just mentioned but the there was that member that person and somebody else was talking about goddess council in general and they one of the people mentioned that they were feeling something off about some energy in the community they were intuitively feeling like somebody was in the space that wasn't there for the best intentions and it turns out that they were intuitively sensing the person that was that they were in conversation with but they didn't know that at the time and the person that is retelling all of this and and feeling all of this is somebody who identifies as a you know somebody who's very spiritual and connected and so they were kind of just into intuitively picking all of this up and the person that they said this to turned around and basically interpreted that information in a way that specifically named me being in a line of harm. And so they basically came to me and said that this conversation led to a revelation that my life was in danger and that somebody in the community was going to try to, in some way, take my life. And they compared this revelation to the situation that happened with Selena and the woman who killed her. And as I'm saying this on this mic, it sounds so fucking crazy. Like, I can't believe that I received that information. But this person basically made up a lie and tried to get me to be fearful for my life and was trying to position themselves as somebody who was looking out for me but was ultimately the wolf in the sheep's clothing and now that I know about how people harness energy from others and all of that I realized that what this person was trying to do was to get me in a very fearful state and to basically live off of that and to feed off of that She positioned herself as somebody who really cared about me and had to come to me with this information because she really cared about me. But not only did that happen, this person went about this in a way where they told multiple people this this story to try to get other people fearful and, and then came around to tell me. And all of it was a lie. All of it was a lie. But it was a manipulation tactic and it was a way of them trying to basically cause havoc, chaos, drama, fear, and at the same time trying to appear like somebody who was heroic and was trying to spare me from something. So it was also their tactic of trying to become closer to me. And I have to tell you, when this information came to me, I immediately was like, nothing's going to happen to me. Like, I know on a very 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 deep level that I am protected that is just something that I know for sure so when this came to me I immediately was like there is nobody that is currently in my life that has the power to put me in danger because I I am protected and I am so in tune with 
what I pick up that I just know. I just know. (laughs) I just know. And even when I received this message, I knew that this person, something was up. Something was going on here. There was something that wasn't being fully articulated to me. And it all unraveled very quickly after that because the truth will always be revealed. But more than anything, what happened here was that this completely took off the filter of it's not even that I want to say the filter of naivete because I don't feel like I was naive up until this point I think I was really operating from a place of truly believing that everything that I put out would reverberate and would be good and that I knew that everything I was doing was going towards goodness but what happened was that I realized that even when you are doing good things in the world, there are people that might come along the path that are hurting and that are in pain and do things to create pain in others regardless of how good those people have been to them because of their state. And so it didn't have anything to do with me necessarily, but it did put me in a position where I had to reevaluate the way I was exchanging my energy with people in an absolute sense and it was really sad because I couldn't believe that somebody that I had opened my heart to and that I had tried my very best to help along their mental health journey along their journey of feeling like they wanted to be included and in community and be with women would go out of their way to do something so harmful, to implicate somebody else in a lie, to spread lies, and to come to me with such a disturbing lie. And look, I am a firm believer in karma, and I dealt with that situation as clean and as certain as possible There has been no element of me that has leaned into revenge or leaned into any of these lower frequencies that I think sometimes people lean into when they have been betrayed or harmed and that kind of thing. I have really, 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 really leaned into trying to process the pain and the betrayal of it all, but to make sure that I let the universe do whatever it's supposed to do so that this can be resolved on a karmic level because it does not have to do with me in a way that ego would prompt me to believe but with that said it really put me in a place it really 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 put me in a place because I trusted everybody that I opened my heart up to to be gentle with me and to be kind with me and to treat me with with respect and the level of disrespect and betrayal that came packaged in all of this and the, the, the subsequent unraveling of all of this was so painful and so shocking that I'm still recovering from it. I mean, I'm in a much better place now, but this these are the kinds of things that, that happen in life that really shake you to your core and and cause you to pause and to take an assessment of how you would like to move forward with people and how you would like to move forward with sharing your heart and you know one of the things that as humans we're trying to constantly do is 
to not allow our traumas and the things that happen to us to cause us to close off to everybody else, right? That we don't want to allow our childhood traumas or the the breakups or the things that have happened along the way to make us so fearful and closed off and callous and distrusting of of all people that we miss out on good people and good experiences and 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 loving experiences and so i have currently been at a place where i'm toiling over how i would like to move forward with how i engage as a leader and as a wellness practitioner i don't know how open i want to be anymore I don't know how how open I want to be in general. I don't know how open I should have been in the past. I'm like going through this series of like, well, what could I have done in the past to protect myself? How did I enter this space in a way that was not actually conducive to sustainability for myself? And then how could I move forward with an evolved perspective where I am more private and protected and also am still able to show up for community and be helpful and share my light with the world. And I don't really know what the answer to all of that is yet. I'm in the process of figuring that out because I don't want this experience to completely shift me. And at the same time, I know that this experience had to happen to show me some things and to prompt me to be more protective of myself. And so there's a lot here that I'm trying to process, literally on top of the fact that there's all of these things going on in the world, that there's all of these things that are also happening outside of this that are requesting me to to take an assessment of them. So there's a lot of things going on. But this particular experience shook me because it touches on themes related to trust, safety, friendship. It goes into the level of vulnerability that I feel like I don't necessarily know how I want to tread anymore. There's just so many things that this touches on. My dynamics with women, the sisterhood wound is something that I try my very best to help other women heal, but I also have to heal that. I've always been in the process of healing that, and this is something that really put a mark and a stain in that realm of healing. Like This is just another thing that is in that bucket of pain and betrayal with regard to women that I need to heal so that it doesn't negatively impact the way that I move forward in new friendships or with the other friendships that I have and it's been a fucking lot it's been a lot and it's something that I've been holding on to for a few months because I didn't even know how to talk about this I mean I don't even know if all of this came out in a way that is succinct and easy for y'all to process because I don't really even know how to talk about this in a way that isn't a bit scattered because the feelings are so scattered because all of the energy behind all of this is so scattered as the person that experienced it and is trying to compartmentalize process, put it in a neat box. It just doesn't feel like it's so easy to do that. And I don't really know how long it'll take for me to be able to do that because this is all so charged and it's so heavy and it's so big of a lesson And it's so multifaceted because it happened in community and it happened during a time in reality that was already so complicated and it's just like heavier than 
it would have been if we weren't in this super complicated context already. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I've kind of been carrying around for a while that has been really heavy and has been somewhat of a secret. And on one hand, I didn't know if I would talk about this because I didn't want to give it more power or give it more energy. But then I realized that this actually is cathartic for me because I don't feel like I'm holding it by myself anymore. And there's a few people in my life who knew about this, but in general, I needed to just talk about this because there was no reason for me to be holding on to this alone. Not to mention that there are people along the way that judged me for having made the decision to remove this person from community and they didn't know the full story. And so along all of this, I had to deal with pushback from people and criticism and judgment from people based on my decision who didn't fully understand what was going on. And that added a whole other level of pain because I realized just how critical people can be without the full scope of information and how people didn't necessarily trust that I was making the best decision, even though I was making the best decision for everybody else's safety and their peace of mind and also mine but they didn't realize that I was also part of that equation and that the level of harm that had been done also included this story and this experience for me and it's just been a lot y'all being a leader (laughs) being a leader y'all there's so much to this that is not talked about when we talk about leadership and CEOs and people with power and there's just so much that goes into this that is not pretty and that is not fun there's so many things that you are confronted with that you have to process and do something about without you know shaking things up too much and there are a lot of L's and a lot of punches you got to take on your own and it's very isolating and it's overwhelming and as somebody who literally is in the business of building community because that is the thing that I have yearned the most in my life that is my mess that's my message that's the thing that I desire to contribute to the world in a very real way because I know on a soul level the pain that comes with not having connection I never thought in a million years that being in this position as a leader in wellness would cause me to feel as isolated as I have. I never thought that this would be the other side of of everything that I built. So that's been a lot to process as well, is how lonely this all has been. And this is just one example of something I've had to deal with mostly on my own. And it's led to a lot of breakdowns. It's led to a lot of shattering in regards to the way that I thought the world worked and I thought that sequence of life would go for me. And that's been hard to swallow. It's been hard to swallow. It's been hard to process. It's been hard to make sense of. And so it's out there. That's the truth of one of the things that I've been dealing with that has truly impacted the way that I want to move forward with Goddess Councils of Business and how much of myself I want to put into that and how much I want to open myself up to people and it kind of sucks because you know 
one bad apple ruined it for the bunch and I I really feel bad because had this not happened I feel like things would have moved on differently within the organization and within myself and how excited I would have been to do certain things but these are the kinds of things that happen to a person that change them and like I said I'm not going to allow this to make me a callous person and I'm still going to keep my heart open but with some boundaries and parameters that are inevitably going to change the dynamics that were in place before this happened so there's like updates that I gotta make now and that's hurting some people and that's making people feel a certain kind of way but this is why and this is the piece of the story that a lot of people didn't have but whatever now it's out there and so with that said I'm going to now shift into how am I taking care of myself in light of all of this and honestly in light of the pressures of being a human right now in this reality the pressures of being a woman in this reality who still has a long life ahead god willing that wants to make change and wants to you know live a good life despite all of the bullshit that is being presented on a political on a cultural and on a collective level and also as somebody who just feels a lot of things how am I taking care of myself what am I doing to process all of this and to stay sane if you listen to the show I'm assuming that you are somebody who also feels a lot of things and that's probably why you resonate with me because I talk about all the ways that I feel things and the ups and downs of what comes along with being somebody who feels deeply and so I'm going to just share what I'm doing and this isn't in a way that is like conclusive because I'm still figuring out how to update my toolkit because what I realized is the toolkit that I had prior to 2020 is not the toolkit that's going to get me through all of this. It's not what got me through 2020. It's not what has gotten me through 2021. And I believe it's not the toolkit that's going to get me through 2022. It needs to be a revamped, updated, more committed practice and it mostly needs to be geared towards helping me choose my peace every single day and what I'm learning is that happiness and peace is not something that just happens it's something you have to work for every single day it's something you have to choose every single day there are conscious decisions that we have to make every single moment of every single day that will make us feel better and so as of right now that looks like being very careful about the media consumption that I allow myself to ingest and to take in in a way that is way more strict and mindful than ever before. I do not watch the news. I go on the New York Times maybe once a week or twice a week and I just peruse it just so that I'm aware of what's happening, but I do not go down this spiral and this doom scrolling that I feel like I used to go down before when I found out that things were happening. It's not checking my email first thing in the morning. It's being mindful of how much social media I consume. It is doing little things like reading fiction instead of always leaning into the self-help development shit. Like just like being able to get lost in stories and navigating life with an element of dream-like 
fiction and stories, stories that allow me to kind of escape a little bit. So a bit of healthy escapism is also part of my self-care practice now. And so, yeah, that looks like a lot of reading. That looks like painting. I recently started getting into paint by numbers. I don't know if y'all know about that, but I just discovered it like a month ago and it has been so fun because I don't necessarily identify somebody who knows how to paint, but having this tool that allows me to paint in a strategic way has made me feel really good. It's also really falling in love with the movement and leaning into committing to getting stronger in a physical sense that's beyond aesthetic but it's really interesting to see how as your body feels stronger you start to feel more confident because even if your mind doesn't necessarily feel all there and put together you know that your muscles are growing and you know that your physical vessel can hold you there's something really beautiful about that that I'd never felt before and so now I'm getting into weight training and I'm getting into movement in a way where when my muscles are burning and when I'm like in that last set and I want to stop I'm able to be like you're getting stronger you're committing to helping yourself your vessel is going to be able to better hold you throughout life and throughout this moment like it helps me push through that and the residual feeling that I have throughout the rest of the day knowing that I committed to strength training is really helpful in other ways like in ways that are beyond just the physical it just gives me a certain level of confidence that I am I'm trying, I'm building, I'm committed and that really pours into the rest of the work, right? That's what pours into the commitment to sitting down with a piece of paper and my pen and writing about some things that feel really icky but that I need to process, that I need to be committed to like get through. It helps me feel more committed and capable to have heavy conversations that are going to require energy but that are going to make me feel better on the other side because I I was transparent about a truth. You know what I mean? It's just holistic but what I'm realizing is how all of these different decisions and commitments feed into the other elements of what we need it's not just working out it's what that does to your level of belief in yourself to do hard things and how that leads into doing another hard thing and how you start to trust yourself because that's really what I think my practice is now is building this ability to trust that I can do hard things and when I look back at the past 18 months and when you look back at the past 18 months it's obvious that we can get through hard things we were here right now we got through it and we're here right now but I don't know about you but I have felt like I along the way yearned to feel more solid in my foundation I was able to get through these things but I was crawling I was begging the universe to just give me a break I didn't feel like I was solid I felt like every time another thing happened it was a blow it was like a real blow and I was operating at like one percent and that one percent lasted a long time but eventually I broke eventually I got to zero and then I got to negative and 
I wanted so deeply to just be at a place where I had something in the energy box, like something in the battery where life didn't feel so hard so that when something happened that wasn't expected, it didn't knock me down so far down. And so that's what this whole period for me is. This whole period of self-care is to really get myself to a place where I can harness, harness, harness as much as I can because I learned I learned that life is going to give me more challenges and there's nothing I can do about that. I've learned to let go of wishing that the sequence of life would be more graceful. Like that's not true all the time and we have pockets of reprieve, but there's just always going to be shit going on. And so I let go of that because I think that was causing me a lot of pain of like, why me? And, you know, just kind of leaning into this victim mentality. That's not helpful. And so the thing that is helpful is to just start doing things that are going to get me to feel stronger every day and so that I can keep adding into that bucket of energy and so that I can finally find myself in a place where I am finally with more energy. (laughs) I feel so all over the place in this episode, but I know that you know what I mean. I just want my self-care practice to get me to a place where I have an abundance of energy and it doesn't mean that I have to be at 100% or at 150% and to be all fucking good i just need to be at a place where i have more than enough to get by without crawling i need to i need to find myself in a place energetically where when something is presented to me that is not the ideal situation it notches me down a little bit but i still got a lot left and so i can keep being happy and i can still find peace in that day and i can still find bliss I was recently listening to a video by Pam Gregory. She's an astrologer and she was talking about the full moon and Pisces and everything that's going on for us energetically and astrologically throughout the month of September and what's coming up for us in October. And something that she said was that we have to become obsessive with our peace. We have to become obsessive with our bliss. We have to become obsessive with choosing to be good and it's not because we're unaware of what's going on in the world it's that we have to be obsessive with choosing the timeline and the frequency that we are going to be operating on and that's what i'm trying my best to figure out how the hell do i choose joy and happiness at any given moment throughout my day how can i shift my energy how can i be the master of my mind instead of allowing so many outside forces dictate how I feel on any given day which is how I have felt honestly over the past 18 months I feel like everything and everyone and everybody around the world like everybody's decisions and everything that I'm confronted with gets to decide how I feel that day and that doesn't feel fair anymore and I legitimately I'm looking out of this window right now and I'm looking out at the jungle I'm looking out at the birds I'm looking out at how much beauty there still is out here and I felt so disconnected from the fact that this is still a reality for so long everything has felt gray you know and I have had pockets of color and I have had pockets of feeling like oh my gosh everything is well and then I go right back into feeling like shit and I'm pretty tired of that like I deserve better than that And honestly, you deserve better than that too because I know that a lot of you have been feeling like that too. Because y'all, like, 
this reality like so much has happened so quickly it just feels like it's just punch after punch after punch and you know I've kind of opened up about what's been going on for me but there's things that have been going on for you that have been difficult too and you've been trying to navigate it but I want to wake us up here and I want us to remember that we can spiral upward and that's something that shout out to Michelle she's in GC and that's a context that she gave me but you know I have been spiraling down for so long and I want to spiral up now I want to I want to be aware of where I'm at and where I'm starting but I want to visualize myself going up 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 towards these better feelings and I want to know in my soul that every single day when I wake up I'm doing things that make me get closer to this feeling like I'm going up and I'm putting myself in the direction to spiral up towards these higher frequencies and these higher feelings that I deserve to have because I I'm a human on this planet who deserves to feel good things alongside the other things too and so do you we all deserve to feel that it's not always supposed to be the dreary hard things like we're supposed to have something else to offset that too and it's something that we have to believe we deserve that's something I'm realizing and that's part of my practice is a reminder that you deserve to feel good you deserve to have really peaceful blissful moments you're not harming anybody when you feel good and if anything like there are more of us who need to feel good to offset the energy of cynicism and pain and and negativity that's out there that i know we intimately know very well we have to offset that and we are capable of doing that we really are and so yeah i can't give you a prescription of exactly what i'm doing because what the hell self-care is so complicated and it's so nuanced and the toolkits are so nuanced it's literally a matter of reminding ourselves that our thoughts and the way that we approach every single day and the things that we choose to give our energy towards will lead to specific outcomes throughout our days that will compound over weeks and months and years and habits will form along the way that will lead us to have a disposition to a particular version of reality and we have to decide what that version of reality is going to be regardless of everything that's being thrown our way regardless of all of the bullshit regardless of the unhealed people that try to harm us and make us feel things along the way regardless of the stupidity that is being displayed on the television and across the news and across quote-unquote leadership despite all of that we still have to decide what version of reality we're going to operate in and that is fundamentally up to us and some of us are dealing with factors and and things that are more difficult than others some of us have more privilege than others and that cannot be denied there has to be empathy there for people who have a lot more shit on their plate but this is what i'm saying if you if i if the people that have more space and privilege to not have to worry about certain things if we harness all of the good feelings all of the good energy that we have the capacity to foster all of that will spill over and we will be able to show up for people who don't have the same privileges instead of us being in low frequencies and to be down because if we're down then who the hell is going to be up 
we have to be of assistance we have to be of energetic assistance and that's something that i'm realizing too is like yo like i might not have all the money to give and i might not be able to help people in a tangible way that i wish i could but i could help by making sure that when i enter a space or when i engage with somebody i'm giving them something good my energy is good it's not negative it's not cranky it's not overwhelmed it's not bitter because that will make a difference and so when i'm in those moments of stillness when i'm in those moments of recharge when you're in those moments of recharge you're doing it for you first and foremost but understand that as you do that for you you will be doing that for other people too because you are going to be a different person in reality now and that is the most important thing that we could be doing right now that is the most important thing that we could be doing right now that is that is the practice that is the the self-preservation that is the self-care that is the humanity that we need to see in others but starts with us that is what's going to get us out of the full cynicism that i think many of us have been operating in and into the possibilities of a better future and of a better day and of a better week and of a better life and that is what i am trying to figure out how to do in a very real way over the next month and the recipe for that is truly stillness and creativity and artistic expression and sitting with my thoughts and writing and having soulful conversations with people I love and listening to the beautiful birds and connecting with how big this all is. I hope that y'all can hear the birds. That would be really nice if you could. But that is all I have for now. This episode was a ride. I'm aware of that. I have to say, I feel really good right now. It felt really good to get that shit off my chest. It felt really good, to be honest. And it was time. You know, it's been months since everything happened. I've had months to process, and it felt good to finally just share it with y'all. So, thank you for listening. And I hope my little sermon (laughs) was helpful. (laughs) So, I felt like I was on a roll there. (laughs) But thank y'all for listening just remember you always have the choice to spiral upward the spiral doesn't always got to be down i'm remembering that too but i hope that you all have a great rest of your day thank you for being here with me i am sending you so much love so much light i'm wishing you safety peace bliss joy health good rest all of that you deserve it